everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car, and you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the man on the moose and on our journey today. We look forward to all the games that are coming out in September and October and maybe more than that. And also force to release a whole list of cars that we may or may not be talking about. So jump on into the Xbox Drive. Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. Stop me now, Ryan Turford. I'm in a mood. I'm good to talk to you, man. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, I can't keep up with your energy, Sean, but I'm, I'm going to do my best. You I'm never can. Nobody can. Mm-hmm. At least you don't Leaving have to the dust. At least you don't have tired Ryan on the show this week. At least you've got that going for you. But yep. but I'm going to do what I can because, you know, this is the Xbox driver. We talk about Xbox all the time, except for right now. Um, yep. Of course, we should clean the garage a little bit because there's lots of things on the docket to talk about on the, the cleaning mm. the garage segment, including number one. If you want to support the show, if you like what we do, of course, there's a number of awesome ways that you can do that. Number one, you can subscribe to us on your podcast service of choice, whether that's Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on all the things, so you can go uh, definitely uh, subscribe to us there. You can also, speaking of subscribing, head on over to youtube.com slash Capri, where you can see a video version of this show, as well as other shows as well. You can see our beautiful faces every single week, and you can uh, like, subscribe, share there as well. And I know Kato talked about it on the Nintendo Drive, and yes, it is super important to do all that stuff uh, Mm -hmm. to kind of grow the channel and get it kind of noticed. So it would be awesome if y'all did that. Even if you left a comment saying, I am here for the algorithm. Yes. (laughs) that, that we always love the rhythm. that yes exactly that that's sean's response every time someone <laughs> says that as well <laughs> also another thing you can do as well is if you subscribe to us on apple podcasts you also leave us a apple podcasts review um and if you leave a five-star review we'll read it on the show including one that we have a little bit later on here in this segment um but we also have Sean, this contest going on for this Space Jam Goon Squad controller. Um, I think the current count is at 72 reviews. We're almost there. We can do it. We need three more reviews, man. That's it. Three more, and this is it. I'm I'm actually holding the controller right now, Ryan. I'm not in my car. I'm in my room. Uh, The kids are taking the dog to the vet. He's not doing so great. Um, So I'm I'm in my office right now. But here's the controller on the YouTube video. Three more freaking reviews, and we did it, man. That's awesome. We're almost there, Sean. So, of course... Friends, if you want, if you want a chance at a free controller, because again, all you have to do to enter is just leave an Apple Podcast review, and that's it. Then you're in the mm-hmm. drawing, and we'll ship it to you wherever you are. So, uh, do, go ahead, leave it on uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, we will draw a winner when we get three more reviews, and we'll announce the, the the winner on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, you can find us on Twitter at Yumi Capris, where we tweet about all kinds of things. Last but not least, Sean, Halo Saturdays are currently ongoing. I know we're going to be talking about that as kind of a hot topic this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. You can join our Discord. We're just free to join. The link is in the show notes. Um, you can play Halo with us every Saturday night. We, we were doing co-op uh, the last couple of weeks, but if we if we get enough players, we'll, we'll play, you know, competitive multiplayer and shoot each other in the face. and It'll be fun. All right. <laughs> Before we get to the playlist where we I know we're going to want to talk about what happened this week on Halo Saturday, we got two comments that I want to read. So number one, we got a YouTube comment on last week's YouTube video that I want to go over real quick. This is from Eric Cave, and he says, hey, Sean, congrats on breaking 100K gamer score because you did it, Sean. You finally got there. I'm in the club. I'm in the club, man. It's a. Uh, I, I feel really honored. I, I was kind of hoping that somebody might send me something, but Eric's comment is is uh, reward enough, man. You're one of us now, Sean. You're one of the, the mm-hmm. few, the privileged, the 100K club for achievements. So there you go. And then 
we have our Apple Podcast review, as I kind of mentioned. This is from, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. If not, you know, please correct me in the comments. Be nice about it. This is from Eric Hoya. The, the title of this review is Incredibly Fun and Engaging Show About Everything Xbox. And they say, I'm incredibly skeptical about console-specific podcasts since mm. they usually devolve into fanboy hating about the other console. Yeah. The Xbox Drive is nothing like that and in a good way. They consistently have a positive outlook on things and also give their honest opinions about games. What's not to like about a show where a guy is in his car and orders a Diet Coke Honestly. and coffee on the air and the other host is on a moose? Honestly, though, <laughs> if you enjoy playing video games, I think you'll dig this podcast. So thank you so much for that that very nice review and for, for taking the time to, to write all that it's out so and uh, for letting us know what you think. I mean, that's, the Diet that's Coke. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway from the show, man. One guy's in his car, the other guy's on a moose. Like, that's it. Should, I mean, you know, I've got to drive something around, Sean. We might have to redo our, 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 our iTunes artwork. We might need to have a moose represented on there somehow, my friend. It's true. I mean, we did create that art pre-moose days, Sean. It so. was pre-moose days, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's just how this works. <laughs> but enough about that. Let's grab our eight tracks, pop them in. It is time for the playlist. And uh, Sean, before I go to you, I'm going to very quickly wrap up what I played this week, which is pretty okay. much nothing um, because I'm, I didn't want to start anything new because of the uh, deluge of games coming this week. It's happening. Um, that are very much Ryan Turford games. I mean, for the most part on Xbox, all I played is a little more Aliens Fireteam Elite, yeah. um, which was fun. I'm still really enjoying my time with it. Um, but I think I'm kind of putting it down this week because of all the games coming out this weekend. There's Plenty of Ryan Turford games coming out this week, which we're going to kind of go over them a, a little bit later on the show. So I, nice. I don't want to get into them now. But then the other thing I played is something we played together that kind of segues into what you played, Sean. Yeah. Because uh, we played Halo 3 on your stream this week. We played mm -hmm. co-op. Um, we had started the campaign uh, co-op two weeks ago. And then yep. uh, we played again on stream this week and basically played through the, the last half of the game. And uh, I had a lot of fun. What, but what did you think, Sean? Did you have a lot of fun? <laughs> You know how I feel about it. Well, I want to start with you. Like, oh, man, I don't even know where to start with this because I am of a couple minds on this. I, oh, I I don't even know if I should say this, Ryan. Should I just you say, can it? say it? You can say it. It's cool. I think Halo 3 is overrated. I think it might be overrated. I think that it's fine. I think that we had a lot of fun playing together. There was four of us all playing, and that's that's a, a huge part of people's Halo experiences playing together. But like. I just don't know if this is like to be, I don't know, marveled in the way that it is. <laughs> I think I'm excited to move on to some of the others. Uh, I think it was about last year, you and I and a few others had played through the Reach campaign. And I, I will say, now that is a campaign. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think in some ways, and maybe some of this comes from me actually liking Halo 5. And for some people, that will just immediately invalidate everything I'm saying here about Halo 3. It's like, oh, guy likes Halo 5. Well, could you possibly say about halo 3 like i just think that the gunplay and the gameplay especially in a co-op setting for halo 5 is better than people remember it and halo 3 was was fine i think that last mission is actually not very good at all especially as a co-op uh experience where basically <laughs> two of us kind of had to just sit and watch you drive across the um the little tinfoil planks that we had to drive across to escape the big bad explosion so yeah i just I just I don't know I think I don't know if I want to spend a whole heck of a lot of time bashing Halo Three, but I I do I just played it, it's very fresh. We played it with co-op. We played with people that we like and that we enjoy, 
And I still come away with that going like, I kind of want to go to Halo 4 now. I kind of want to like try Halo 5 again with some people who maybe haven't played in a little while who for whatever reason have it in their head that that game sucks. And it totally doesn't suck as our good friend Brock McLaughlin um, just tweeted. He said, uh, there are no bad Halo games. And that's what I will come back to even on as I'm kind of bashing Halo 3. I'm not saying it's a bad game. And I just wonder, it might be, might be a little overrated. So yeah, I'm good to be done with it. But I think we'll move on, man. Halo 4 might be next. And uh, I, there's a growing community of people who think that Halo 4 is, is very good, if not great. And I think, I'm, I think I count myself in that community, my friend. Yeah, whereas I think, and I, I've, we've talked about this on the show a few times, where I kind of feel the reverse about it. And you know what? I don't think either of us are technically wrong. I think True. when yep. I think about Halo 4 and 5, I just think they have a very different style than all of the previous Halo games, like all the mm-hmm. Halo games pre-4. Um, and it just depends on kind of what style of game you're looking for, I think. Um, yes, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying that Halo 3 is necessarily a perfect game. I'm looking game. for a style of game where it's clear on where you have to go next. Well, I don't okay. want to be wandering around. I think I think that's probably my key if I'm going to focus in on something. I think level design is not all it's cracked up to be in Halo 3. I, I guess, but when I play Halo 4, I feel the exact opposite way where I feel like I'm more lost in those environments than Halo Interesting. 3. Um, whereas, and maybe it's just I played Halo 3 so much. Whereas I did play all these games yeah. last year, so they're kind of all fresh yeah. in my mind. Even Halo 5, which I still, again, still kind of feel the same way about Halo 5 as I did when I first played it, even kind of revisiting last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's just, you know, Different strokes for different folks. Like, again, to, to your point, I don't think there's a bad Halo game. And, you know, even if you say it's overrated, that's totally cool. We're still we're still friends, Sean. And uh, I, I hope you're I, I hope you and I can still be friends, even though I don't like Halo 5 and Halo. Well, of 4 course, of course. Um, yeah, I joke around about it. Of, of course, that's the case. What I what I think is maybe most pertinent about the and the takeaway from this conversation is that I think is interesting leading up to Halo Infinite, where there are now like just such a, a broad and a, a wide variety of what people think a halo game should be or could be and that's Mm. it man like you just it's been said before but i think it's worth reiterating is how do you make a halo game to please everybody there's no way because there's certain things that i really really like about what 343 does with four and five and then there's certain things that people want you know they they despise that they wanted to go back to all the things that made halo one two and three halo one two and three so I think that's that's a big challenge. I uh, and I we'll, we'll see what happens with it. I'm still excited about Halo Infinite. That doesn't change anything. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of fun to to spend our Saturdays and revisiting that alongside some of the other games that we've been playing as well. Yeah, for sure. And and to your point as well, like I'm someone who didn't who has never really liked kind of three four three style. I I didn't really like Halo four and five, but I am still excited about Halo Reach. I still want to give it a try. Yeah. I still want to give it a chance. Infinite. And, and sorry, Halo Infinite. You're right. That's gotcha. that's a game I'm I'm really excited to, to to play despite kind of my you know misgivings with with three four three so yeah um, I am also very excited to play it and uh, we will find out more in a couple months it's only mm-hmm. a few months away Sean only three months at this point before Halo Halo uh, Infinite is out I almost said Halo three or uh, Reach again but that that's beyond the point we got to get you a be- coffee today man you got to get you to uh, we got to drive you around to a coffee shop or something I'm just off my A game today but Sean. <laughs> Uh, before we transition out of the playlist, you also played another game. So tell me about that. <laughs> do you want to hear about mini tour golf? Is that what it was even called? I sure day? do. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> this is a, this is a cute little indie game. It's, it's really just mini golf. And, um, honestly, what I will tell you about it, Ryan is that it's a quick way to a thousand gamer score. 
on it. Um, it's multiplayer based. You play through a couple rounds of mini golf, pretty pretty standard stuff. Like you got your windmill and those kind kind of things. Uh, winding paths. You got some some pipes to to punch it through, or like the loop the loops uh, that kind of thing. Nothing too crazy. Very intuitive in the way that it plays. You kind of hold down the A button and it will uh, and you direct your shot. And uh, as you hold the button, it'll kind of go. Are you going to go for a hard shot? And you let go at like ninety percent, or you let go at 15 20 percent uh for a harder or softer shot and it was just kind of a quick romp that i had i I, i've just been in i've been mainly playing hades is really the 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 main squeeze i've got on right now but i got Mm. i came across this game it's um yeah it's it's sort of like it needs a little bit of polish on it in terms of like the menus and the ui sometimes i'm not sure what i'm actually highlighting um so it's but it's very lightweight very cute and just had a lot of fun with it so if people are looking at my gamer score in particular they'll see i think 900 <laughs> or 920 uh <laughs> something like that on, on this one so yeah just that's that's really it that's all i'll say about about that i, game, I, I did see that your gamer score just shot up this month on on the charts sean i'm like man i, I thought i was gonna be close to sean this early into the month but no you're just light years ahead of me already no i I, I did. I, I fired up Boyfriend Dungeon for I think a like a, a hot second. Um, Kataria Fables is another kind of indie game that that I, we we're able to get a code for, and I kind of just fired that up. But um, kind of just dancing around. Honestly, I should be finishing Psychonauts too. But uh, and Twelve Minutes is still on deck for me as well. And but we we got games coming up as well. So I'm just yeah. bouncing right now, man. I, I don't know. It's that time. It's that time. It's the, yeah. the the calm before the storm because I can imagine you and I both. You know made some purchases this week so we're going to probably talk about those in future weeks uh, maybe even on different shows as well like you with the mm. nintendo drive for example or me with warrior will be on the, the nintendo drive i do want to talk to you about sonic though i don't know if that's part of our notes but at some point we're, we we're gonna sonic. we'll talk about it in kind of the okay. game releases for this yeah month. that's but, what i thought and also i'm i'm, I'm gonna be playing warrior war 2 just admittedly because i'm excited to actually play it i have my copy coming on friday so mm-hmm. i'm excited to play that but enough about all that let's slam the brakes on this conversation it is time for some breaking news and sean I might shock you. There's no, there's like no news this week. There's nothing. I mean, uh, a lot of the news is on the PlayStation end this mm-hmm. uh, this week because they announced uh, the, the, their showcase that's happening tomorrow. Um, and if anything Xbox related comes from that, we'll be talking about on the show next week. Um, yeah. So for the most part, as far as Xbox news, there's not much. But we did get one news story that I want to pull in here. Although I, I would argue this story is probably a little less exciting for us over on the Xbox side, but uh, let's get into it. So Alan Wake Remastered actually Mm. uh, leaked as part of this Epic Game Score listing for the game, but it was actually formally announced um, on a blog post on the Alan Wake website, um, confirming that sometime this fall, we'll be getting Alan Wake Remastered on Xbox One, Series X, and S. They didn't really say anything else beyond that point. Um, They said we'll be getting a trailer for it soon in quotations um i think they just came out and basically put up the blog post as soon as it leaked just to basically say hey it's here yeah and we'll tell you about it later kind of thing Mm -hmm. um because i don't think they actually intended to announce it this early in fact i think this is the the type of video that was probably going to be in like the playstation showcase tomorrow because they made made a big deal in the blog post that it was coming to playstation consoles for the very first time um so they're they're heavily emphasizing the fact that this is coming to playstation Mm -hmm. um but for us on xbox i mean and and this is why i'm a little bit less excited about that but i'm curious to know what you think sean is that we already have alan wake it got one x enhancements it's already backwards compatible and you can pick it up for under five dollars right now on xbox live whereas i can imagine this might not be a full price game but this still might be like a a 40 dollar 50 dollar game so 
it's hard to to maybe justify without seeing it anyways why as xbox fans we should be super excited about this announcement um i am hoping that it's going to be awesome i hope that they are able to do a lot of visual improvements although again the original alan wake on 360 since it came out in 2011 so it's only 10 years old combined with the x enhancements it still looks really good today like mm-hmm. if you played the backwards compatible version so um i'm curious to know sean what do you think about this announcement are you at all excited about this where, where's your head at with this one I, it's weird because, yeah, you're right. They're they're definitely pushing the now on PlayStation kind of thing. And almost, I don't know if I'm just a little sensitive to this sort of thing, but it, it almost feels like you're turning your back on like the, the community that like bought it to begin with. Like what, what's mm-hmm. wrong with the Xbox fan base that um, that they're not kind of like going like, hey, you were there for with us from the start. Like now we're back with you. And then also is coming to PlayStation like it. I can't help but feel like sometimes this this uh, remedy like scenario that we find ourselves in almost feels like spiteful towards Xbox. Like they're working with it seems like they're partnering with everybody but Xbox and almost like reluctantly putting it also on Xbox controller or uh, Xbox consoles where like they're partnering with with uh, with Epic. It seemed like they just they could have maybe continued on with uh, with Microsoft. Now, Crossfire is maybe a, a the the counter argument to what I'm saying yeah. here, but it just feels like this was a this was a Xbox exclusive that yeah it is a big deal that it's coming to the first time for the first time to another console but yeah why not celebrate its its heritage um i don't know man it's it's a little strange and to your point as well just get the get the older version you know yeah. maybe that's the reason it's why it's the exact it's not- same thing i said about the ninja gaiden collection that came out this summer like mm-hmm. I, it was cool to see those games kind of get like a little bit of visual enhancements but at the same time they didn't really run or look better than what we have on back compat for any of yeah. those games so at that point then you would either spend ten dollars per game because it's a trilogy of games to so get the, all three for less than 30 bucks or you buy the $70 HD collection that mm-hmm. doesn't really add a whole lot. So I think it's really going to come down to what they add to this, I guess is to whether or not it's going to be worth whatever price they're going to charge for it. But it's just marketing, f- man. It's just for us it's on the Xbox hyped up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, don't get me wrong. If they do something like they did for, you know, what, what EA did for massive, Mass Effect legendary edition, I think that's a situation where I think it actually warranted totally. that price bank, even though it is on backwards compatible. There's also three games there. Yeah, there is also that three was one of the there. best buys this entire year though. If you really think about it, like for the, for that price, for what they did to that trilogy, like that was, yeah. I have, I didn't even get through uh, two or three and I still have no regrets. Yeah, especially like what they did with just Mass Effect 1 in particular. It just felt like Big a time. new game. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how much, how far they go with with Alan Wake. I imagine they're not going to go to that point because, because um, again, it's not like they had to structurally change really anything about Alan Wake this time around because it already runs and plays really well. So Yeah, they could feel better though. I feel like sometimes, like, I don't know. I don't know if I remember it controlling. You played it more recently than me, but I don't think that I like would write home about, wow, that game like controlled really fluidly and like the camera and the the, the mm-hmm. animations of the character. I don't, I don't know. And I don't think that they were bad by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, it's however many years old. So I well, think you're going to see good frames. You're going to see good kind of shading and art direction. I think those are things that carry through with Alan Wake. But yeah, like how does it how does it feel is what mm-hmm. was really updated with Mass Effect. Well, it actually felt really good to play when I played it last year for the roundabout. So, oh, good. Okay. Um, I, I th- because it really just felt like playing Quantum Break just without like the time powers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and more having to balance kind of, you know, getting batteries for your flashlight and stuff like that. But for the most part, it, I might the, have to do exactly what you're saying. Like that, I might so. just have to put this disc in and see what happens because I, I don't remember loving it, uh, mm-hmm. but I haven't played it in a long time and I still have my 360 disc. So 
That should work, right? I pop in my disc and my oh, yeah. Series X and get my yeah, One Yeah, just install to the hard drive. Just totally yep. do that. I got nothing else to play, you know? Yeah. I mean, you already own a copy of the game, you know, with that point. I really do. Mm-hmm. What, what else do you have to lose? So, exactly. yeah, I, I'm interested to see what they do with it because like, mm. if they, the trailer looks really impressive, then I'm like, maybe I'm excited about this. But at this point, I'm like, for us, at least on Xbox side, um, it's probably... Uh, they have to kind of prove to us why we need this upgrade. Whereas I'm that sure problem. Matt and I on the PlayStation drive tomorrow are probably going to have a different conversation because, you know, that's from the lens of PlayStation. So That probably answers the marketing question that I asked before. Like, that it just doesn't... It, why bother marketing it to Xbox people if they already know that they can do... They have a better option or an easier pathway? Um, yeah. Maybe that answers, yeah, where the focus lies. Yeah, because even if there are some updates to the visuals, like, is it going to be worth $40 worth of upgrades, let's say, to the visuals? Like, that that's really what we're going to have to ask People are hyped so. about Alan Wake, man. I did not see this coming. I don't remember it being a gigantic game in the past, so we'll see how it sells. It's got it's, the advantage it's of being It's become on a, all a cult classic over the yeah. years. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. All right, and then since we're out of news stories, I actually wanted to rip off the Nintendo Drive a little bit, Sean, because okay. the Nintendo Drive, over the last, you know, two weeks, has done kind of the uh, preview for the fall season. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of talked about what games are coming out in Nintendo land. Um, and since we've got so many games coming to Xbox in September, I yeah. think it's going to take us a few minutes just to go through the September one. So I think that's oh, where wow, we're going okay. to kind of leave off today. Sure. Um, and then we'll come to this when we have another show where we, we need more time to talk about stuff. Although sure. again, for the next couple of weeks, uh, friends of the show, um, we're mostly going to be talking about games, like spending more time talking about games that we've been playing. Yeah. I imagine that we're going to be playing a lot more games over the next couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of where our focus is going to be. But let's get into this. So just out this week, Sean, and this is a pretty big list. So let me go through it. So, and then we'll talk about each one kind of individually. So okay. we got Sonic Colors Ultimate, mm-hmm. The Artful Escape, yep. Life is Strange, True Colors, Good God. Lost in Random, NBA 2K22, and oh Tales God. of Arise. All out by the time Friday rolls around this week. That's a lot of games. Six <laughs> games this week. <laughs> there yeah. are seven days in this week, man. What the heck? A new game every single day. And, and that's, again, just on Xbox, but not including yeah. any, like, because there's a bunch of Nintendo and PlayStation releases this week, too. Sure. So um, let's talk about Sonic Colors Ultimate, because I know you and Kato talked about it a lot on, on yesterday's show. And mm-hmm. I know that you and I were both actually pretty excited to pick up Sonic Colors Ultimate. So I know that you you tweeted out that you were <laughs> not sure how you should feel about Sonic Colors. What am Colors. I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, what, what are you supposed to do? So um, I, I will say from, you know, because I, I know that we're not reviewing it for Yumi Capri at this point, unless mm-hmm. you're going to do a review for it or something like that. But for reading all of other people's reviews who played it on Xbox or PlayStation, um, the, the bugs and glitches that had been reported were not really a, a thing that, any reviewer really ran into playing it on those two consoles. It was really oh, good. The, I the, saw the, Digital the, Foundry did a thing. I saw they had a video I was going to still check out because that's where I'm leaning in the moment in case anybody was wondering as I was going to just pick it up on, on Xbox. Because WarioWare will be on Switch. So that's kind of where I'm yeah. thinking. I'll do Sonic on Xbox with all the frames. Is it 120 frames? Or I, did they just do 60 on this one? I Maybe can't remember off the 60. top of my head. I think it's only 60. But I, I never pay attention to 120 frames because stuff. Because I, I don't have a TV that really supports it. But so. 4K 60 will be nice if that's the case. Yeah, I definitely know it's 4K 60. I just can't remember if it's 120 at all. But. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that Xbox fans are probably safe. Um, the funny wrinkle that I know, I don't think you and Kido brought up yesterday, and I don't know if you knew this, Sean, but the port, the, the studio that did the Switch port is actually the same studio that did the WWE 2K18 on Switch. And I don't know if you remember that game. Oh, but no that was like way. the hilariously broken oh, uh, I WWE did not know game that. on Switch. So 
I think that plays into it a little bit. I can't believe Sega actually went back to them. They were like, oh, they did such a great job with WWE 2K18, so let's have them do Sonic Colors on, on Switch, I guess. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so um, for me, I'm definitely picking up Sonic Colors still. I'm probably going to wait on it at this point, though, because you never know. It, there might still be some problems with it, Yeah. Um, especially because there are so many games that I already want to play this week. Because um, it, it moved from basically being a game I was very excited to play this week to much farther down the ranking you know i'll definitely probably play it before the end of the month but definitely not what, this what's week. taking your time because i'm i'm probably still gonna get it but i think i know which game is gonna be taking up your time this yes week. so tales of arise yeah um when we did when you had the the sweet hangs t- gaming tier list sean mm-hmm. i'd actually shared with you about my tier list ahead of time because i uh kind of proofread the tier list and it, it's one of my three s tier games for this year yeah the, the games that i'm basically willing to pretty much drop everything and play and i'm <laughs> nice. so excited for tales i know reviews came out this morning but i've been avoiding them like the plague because yeah. i don't want to know anything about it because we will be doing a review for tales yeah. um that will be uh, popping up as an rpg cave special that'll also be on the xbox drive feed as well as the mm-hmm. the playstation drive feeds as well so that's the that's my number one but then life is strange true colors sean is a is a close second i've been waiting for a new life is strange game for a long time yeah, um i, I really love i really love tell me why last year and i'm so did i j- just so excited to play true colors uh, i'm very excited to get into that and we will we're currently working out what we're going to be doing with with coverage for that game, but I think we're, we have we might have something special. Ooh, I don't even know what that is. Life is strange. I probably do. I'll tell you after the show is over. But, <laughs> I'm like, um, you probably told me. I don't remember. I, I'm I'm very excited if that if that all comes to fruition because it's still not finalized yet. I'm pretty sure we're going to have something pretty cool awesome. to accompany that game. So those are the okay. two for me. Um, what about uh, the Artful Escape? Is that a game you're interested in playing keep, this week, Sean? I feel like I'm letting people down on this one. It's not really on my radar, and I don't know exactly why. I, I feel like I just need to like watch a trailer again and refresh my memory on what this is. It's, I, it seemed to remember it being at like a, I don't even know, it's some sort of like Gamescom showcase or something. I don't know. It's not on my radar though, yeah. so I can't even pretend at the moment. Yeah, I think they had a trailer during the Jeff Keighley show, um, and then I know it was at the Xbox E3 showing as well because it's been touted as a as like a big game pass game this month um so oh, it is game pass okay then there you yeah. go i don't even have to buy it no exactly that's why like everyone's gonna have access to it so um yeah that's a, a, another game too where i'm like i kind of want to play that at some point this month but i don't know when i'm gonna have time for it it just depends on how how long tales ends up being mm-hmm. so um out of anything else this week sean is there anything this week that that kind of you know uh, plays to your strengths or something you're interested in at all it's it's sonic nba just confuses me to no end i don't know why they make basketball so so complicated <laughs> i love those games yep. they look really good um tails i i might just have to wait on i don't know that it's like quite at the same level as you uh in yeah. terms of like dropping everything else but i did really enjoy tales of Presaria, which is probably the most that i've put any time into a tales into a tales game so um, I, I'm excited to hear about your review, but probably not a this week thing. I gotta, I gotta limit myself a little bit. It's gonna be Sonic Colors on Xbox and then WarioWare this week on on Nintendo Switch for me. Makes sense, makes sense. And then moving on for the rest of the month. So on the 16th, we're getting Skatebird. It's finally coming out after mm-hmm. you know years and years of delays or, or pretty, like pretty rough demo too. Did you try the demo this summer? I did. So first of all, not only did I try the demo this summer, I tried the demo last summer because they they did two. Yeah. Uh, demos for Skatebird, and both times I felt it was really rough. So yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, this is a type of game where I, I think I'm gonna, even though it's on Game Pass, I'm going to wait for reviews maybe before I I get a chance to, to jump in and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then 
the moving on to the next week, that's when we're getting a lot more new releases. So we've got Sable, which is coming on September 23rd, and Lost Judgment coming the next day on September 24th. Are these uh, Game know, Pass games? Do you know off the top of your head of, if Sable or Lost Judgment is Game Pass? Sable is Game Pass, Lost Judgment is not. But I will okay. say for Lost Judgment, for those that are looking to pick it up on Xbox, um, uh, Libanez, who's kind of like the uh, Wario 64 equivalent for, for us here in Canada, has mm-hmm. mentioned multiple times and, and even tweeted this morning that the game is currently up on Xbox for 55 bucks, where it's normally supposed to be listed at $79.99 here in Canada. Um, so there's actually a steep discount and he doesn't know why, um, because the physical copies aren't <laughs> discounted at all. Huh. And I don't think it's supposed to be on sale. Um, so, I mean, if you want to pick it up, uh, now is kind of the time to play it, pick it, play that. Cause lost judgment is kind of like the, the Yakuza successor games where it's, you play as a detective and it's more of a, a beat up action game versus, um, what Yakuza, the mainline series is doing where it's more of a RPG now after like a dragon. So, mm-hmm. but, but Sable's a game pass game, um, which is why of the two of these games, I, I'm one of the two of them. I think that's the one I'm going to play. I think, um, cause I've heard, I heard a lot of great things about Sable's demo and I know people are excited about it. I still haven't checked out the demo, but it's cause I know that it's coming to game pass day one. So I know that I'll probably install and play it when it comes out. But are you excited about Sable, Sean? Did you play the demo? I, I can't remember. No, I didn't play the demo. I kind of had a look at it and it didn't really, it didn't really grab me. Unfortunately, who, who made this one? I'm trying to remember, Oh, Shedworks. That's not a that's not a developer that I that I recognize. No, I don't know. This it, it has a really cool art style to it, but I um I don't know, man. Pro- probably not. I guess we'll we'll kind of see how how the the rumor mill goes around about it and how people are talking about. It. But I don't think that that's one. Yeah. I don't think that's one that I need to play. Makes sense. I mean, the nice thing is on it's on Game Pass, so even if we don't play it right away, it'll still be there probably. A Might couple give it a try. Now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, Game Game Pass changes everything. Like this is a very different conversation than the one that Kato and I had on the Nintendo Drive because I had to make, you know, dollar decisions there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I need to have, like, quite the same level of, I don't know, precision or, or criticism with this list. It's like, well, why that, Why not? Why wouldn't I try this? You know, it looks it looks interesting. Um, I think it's just a matter of, like, what else have I got going on at that time? And just, again, this is more of a showcase on Game Pass for September, I think, really. Yeah, for sure. And then, speaking of Game Pass... On September 30th, we're getting another Game Pass game, one that I, Ryan Turford, am very excited about, Astria Ascending, which is a new uh, Japanese role-playing game. It's turn-based. It looks really awesome, and it's a game that I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, on the same date, we're also getting Toy Soldiers HD, which is actually a port of a Xbox 360 arcade yes, title. Yes. It's like this like strategy game. It, that game was really fun. It uh, was really you, good. It sounds like you played it as well, right, Sean? I did, yeah, man. That is a, that's a really good game. But again, like, is it, a, is it Game Pass? Is it, like, that's something that... I have a lot of nostalgia for and it's kind of just innocent kind of cute fun about it that I don't know I don't know if I would spend money on it like it's really it sounds so stupid to say that it sounds so cheap but I mm-hmm. I don't I, everything is different because of Game Pass and it's really interesting now that we're really in the thick of it Game Pass is in a totally different place now than it has been in previous years and yeah you look at these release lists uh, um, a little bit differently so I'm not sure if this one is coming to Game Pass or not yeah, I don't think it is, but uh, I mean, you never know. They might announce it between now and then that it is coming to Game Pass. Yeah, so. it could be a it could be a winter sale, something like that, that I pick up either on Black Friday or they always have like an amazing sale at the end of the year. But yeah. I like it in my collection, you know, like to to revisit it maybe for a for an afternoon. And even that is something that we don't often talk about. Is what, do you ever buy a game uh, either on sale or do you ever play a game on Game Pass? And you're just like, this is just what I want for today, and that's perfectly fine. 
You know, there's probably a lot of games like that. That's probably a really interesting list that we could put together of like, you just, if you have a couple hours and you're okay with sort of having a, you know, <laughs> one night stand with a game, one night, that'll be it. We'll, we'll have a, a list of one night stand games. You know what I mean? Where you just, there's no Makes commitment sense. to it. You just play it and you have a, you have a nice romp and then you walk away. We'll call it like the blockbuster rental episode, Sean, where you rent it from blockbuster. And uh, you that's a good way to put it. Kind of that's a little more PG. I, I, I like the, I like the, you know, love them and leave them kind of thing. Makes sense. And then <laughs> the last game on this list, also coming out on September 30th, is very much a Ryan Turford game. But I had oh to mention it here because we will, Sean, have a review for this on our on the Yumi Capri channel as well as the Xbox Drive channel. And that is Melty Blood Type Lumina. I'm a huge fan of fighting games. I love fighting games. My favorite game of the year is currently a fighting game with, with Guilty Gear Strive. And Melty Blood has been a game I've been hearing about on PC forever. It's mm-hmm. like this really fun 2D, um, like arcade style uh, fighting game, similar to other games like Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue or whatnot. Um, yeah. But it's based off an anime called uh, Suki Yihime, which is like this older anime about vampires that I really loved. So I'm really excited to finally get a chance to play this for the first time because it's coming to Xbox as a series for the first time. Um, so I am excited to pick this one up on September 30th. And again, I'll be telling you all y'all about it um, in a review kind of towards the end of the month. So look out for that on the channel as well. And those are all the games coming out this September, Sean. Lots of games. Let me tell you what. This week really is, we kind of front load it, to be honest. Like this, we're, we're probably good after this week and whether or not it's a day one thing for me for Tales, I'm, I will be playing. That's, that's one that really jumps up for me and really glad to see that it gets, um, what, it's some sort of like return to Xbox. Is that the deal? Like we haven't had, because Tales of Berseria did not come to Xbox. There's no. been Zestiria that was on Xbox. Well, it was, the only other Tales game that came to Xbox was Vesperia, which came on, which was originally a 360 exclusive, and then it got re-released on everything when the, the Definitive Edition came out a few years ago. But that's the only Tales game that's ever been on Xbox. And it's currently so, on Game Pass too, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is actually. I think people yeah, can actually try yet. that one out. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it had left yet, but I know that it is still probably on Game Pass, so you can definitely check it out there. But yeah, so Tales of Arise, it's actually a big deal that it's coming to Xbox at all. I'm actually yeah. surprised that they, they're releasing it there and not just on PlayStation and PC. It's a big win. Around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. For sure. All right, Sean, let's let some of our friends into the car with us. It is time for the carpool. Of course, listeners at home, if you want to be part of the carpool, there's a number of ways to do that. Of course, if you follow us on Twitter at Yumi Capris, you can actually uh, leave a question on our question post that we put up every Tuesday. Usually it has Sean creepily talking into the camera or <laughs> doing like other things with the kids. <laughs> I, there, we got a lot of comments about that one, Sean. <laughs> Let me tell you what. So uh, I, I may have listened. I, I may have. Uh, I, I got some issues with my back this week with my neck. So I may have taken a muscle relaxant. And that's what you get. You guys, you get you get drugged up, Sean, on Twitter sometimes. So stay tuned for more. Makes sense. Or if you're watching us on YouTube and you want to leave a, a question in the YouTube comments, uh, we'll answer that on the show. Or <laughs> you can join us on Discord. Um and just leave your question on the Xbox Drive post. Just make sure to tag either Sean or I in there so we, we actually see the yeah. question that it's for the show, and we'll read it here as well. Just like Dano on Discord said, and he asked, regarding the Series S console, mm. in your opinion, since we both own Series S's at this mm-hmm. point, um, what is the one drawback and benefit that people should know about before making a purchase slash upgrading mm. decision. Also, how would you build the middle of the ground console between the Series X and S? And would it be an upgraded Series S or a downgraded Series X? So that's actually an interesting question, Dano, because um, the Series S, first of all, I don't know if you could really make like a really good 
in between between the Series X and the Series S because for the most part, at least a lot of the inter- as far as the internal com- components are concerned, other than it being uh, downgraded with with some stuff, for the most part, I don't know how much you can improve that without you know just going the full a Series distance. X. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then at that point, because otherwise, then you just pretty much have a Series X, but with no, with with no disc drive essentially and a smaller hard drive. Um, well, and it depends it, on what you're actually trying to do. Like, are you trying to create an additional price point for people uh, to make mm-hmm. up for some of the shortcomings? It sounds that's kind of what it sounds like to me um, with this question, and I think that. One, one thing that I actually maybe sort of predicted at some point was like that there would be a discless version of the Series X that they could <laughs> they could price. I don't know. I mean, PS4 or sorry, PS5 has a hundred dollar difference, right? Between the disc and the discless version. And I think yeah. that, that could be kind of interesting, but it probably would knock out even any any case for the Series S to be to really exist. If you had what is it, four ninety nine for the Series X and then three ninety nine for say a discless one, and then is it two ninety nine for the Series S? Is yeah, it's two ninety nine. I'm always having to convert to, um, which is also nice round numbers in, in the U.S. What is? How does that hit you? First of all, in terms of like those three price points, if they introduce a third one, where the the only difference really for the sort of altered Series X would be a discless version. Like, I don't think that that's a terrible thing. I don't know how that hits you though. Yeah, I don't think that's a terrible thing either. In fact, I, I think it wouldn't totally kill interest in the Series S because yeah. I do think that price point is one of the best selling points of the Series S, especially because. Um, that's basically the same price as a switch at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, like you're, you're being able to play next gen games at that point with, with actual frame rates as opposed to what we see on switch sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I do think that that, that plays into it for sure. Um, so, so I do think that they could probably get away with doing something like that and it'd probably be totally fine. Yeah. I think the couple of key detractors on the series S having had one. And and for me, the series S plays a very special role. Like there's a very specific reason why I have it. And it's for streaming. It's because I'm not going to be streaming in 4k. I don't have it attached to a 4k monitor or anything that is really even equipped to do any of the series X stuff. So for me, like it's perfect for my display and for what I'm using it for. So I think that there's a lot of people perhaps in that situation, whether or not they're streaming or they just, um, they just have a screen that isn't going to necessarily do 4k perfectly fine for that case obvious drawbacks are the the hard drive isn't necessarily there and then the other thing that is a little bit complicated and hard to really wrap up in a in a concise answer here is that um sometimes the enhancements that you get on the series x like they're not even like scaled down for the series s sometimes the enhancements don't exist at all right where you where really all that you're getting is maybe the faster hard drive which is a good thing but i think one one example that um that comes to mind is Outer Worlds, which yeah. really ran quite poorly on the Well, Series anything S. backwards compatible, because yeah. like anything that received Xbox One X enhancements, yeah. you don't get that on Series S. So um, that is definitely a huge downgrade if you are, are not playing anything that came out recently. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I've noticed that since the Series S has come out, you start to see less and less of that with yep. games that are coming that are developed simultaneously for both consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, but for when you go and revisit older games, you're absolutely correct. Like that's one thing that I was going to bring up as well. Like as someone who plays a lot of old games, like that's kind of a deal breaker in some way because right. you essentially get the one S version of those games, mm-hmm. which in a lot of cases is not nearly as good. And especially if you go back and play some of the OG Xbox games, because um, they essentially look like the same as they look on the original Xbox versus, you know, a lot of the really good enhancements that we got when a lot of them got one X enhancements. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that that's a, ba- a big bummer. Also again, like I'm not someone who collects physical Xbox one games, but I know that's yeah. a huge 
miss for a lot of people too. A huge drawback. Like even mm-hmm. those type of people are w- going to be willing to spend the $500 to get a Series X at that point just so they can play physical media. Yeah. Um, even though I'm not that person because I'm mostly the, the only physical system I collect for now that's a new console is Switch. But the other two right. consoles I Yeah, I same here, oddly so. enough. Yeah, it's so strange. The handheld one that I've got all the cartridges for. So weird. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I am too with it. So yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, uh, it just depends on what you're looking for, I guess. I, I, and we're going to kind of transition to, into Jordan at JLA underscore 15's question because this is uh, something that transitions mm. nicely into it. I'm actually going to be selling my Series S because oh, wow. Jordan asks, are either of you guys getting the new Halo Infinite Special Edition console or controller? And Jordan, I actually picked up the, uh, the, the Halo console. So I'm going to be nice. getting that this fall. So it is going to be replacing my series S because, um, I usually keep the series S in kind of my streaming and capture setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm, now I'm going to have two series X's and a series S at this point. I'm like, okay, that's a bit overkill. Yeah. Um, and I really wanted that, the halo console and that controller. So I'm thinking I may be putting my launch series X now in kind of the spot where my, my series S is and then putting like the big, you know, new con- console in kind of my living room setup. Did not take long. Sense. No, it didn't take long at all for us to go from one to two to possibly three Xbox Series console households, man. I'm kind of I'm kind of with you on this. And it's exactly what I asked for, you know, before they actually announced it. I was hoping that they would announce something like this. I would actually really like to get my hands on one. But the thing that is is kind of keeping me from being 100% in on it, like you are, Ryan, is really just mm-hmm. a, is the display in, in our household. So it would not replace the series s that i have because it just doesn't make sense to have a series x at my pc here to stream from that makes almost zero sense for me but uh the kids are getting older these days and they're sleeping a little bit better and so i might be able to upgrade the uh the tv and on the main floor and i might want to have an xbox series x attached to that one so i might be doing a just like a tv upgrade on the main floor and maybe do the the halo infinite console attached to that as well so i might be having some like 65 70 inch gaming uh on a series x and if that's the case that's my that's my upgrade plan for this holiday and it would only make sense for me to get the halo one like obviously that's 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 clear to me that that would be the option uh this holiday season you know plus you know it co- comes with a digital copy of halo infinite sean so there is that to go obviously for. it's on game pass but it's just very silly yeah i know isn't that amazing yeah all right does it come with a steel case I, probably not it's just the game is a digital no, code. It's just a digital code that's yeah it. Uh, whatever i don't care and, and you, but as far as the elite two i didn't uh bite on the elite two because i mean at this Neither point i'm waiting I. for them to come up with a new elite controller same so. here i think i'm selling my elite controller to be honest with you yeah I think I'm yeah. done with it. These, the the controllers cool. that come with it are so good, which, by the way, you can get a free controller for rating us on Apple Podcasts. You get this Goon Squad Space Jam controller. It's amazing. <laughs> it's very purple, very nice. Uh, so there you go, Ryan. These controllers are great. Very nice. Next question comes to us from Hopple. Um, he asks, first, I would love to know your favorite Xbox 360 games that are not backwards compatible on Series oh, X. Oh, snap. He knows that, notes that he could go listen to the roundabout episodes from Mide, um, but he's thinking of getting an Xbox 360 again. So Hopple... I actually have good news for you because I actually have some 360 games here on my desk that I'm going to show you <laughs> that are not backwards compatible that I don't think I actually mentioned on the roundabout. So um, I, before I go to you, I'm going to bring these up. So sure. first up, Condemned Criminal Origins oh, is a really fantastic yes. game, but that one's backwards compatible. Oh, okay. But its sequel, Condemned to Bloodshot, which is also a really good game. <laughs> Is not backwards compatible. You take me on a journey with this stuff. So <laughs> if you if you like horror games at all, I think you're going to really dig really Condemned good. to Bloodshot. It's a mm-hmm. really good game. So um, there's that one. Of course, 
you you can't go wrong with any of the rhythm games on on Xbox 360, especially because none of them are backwards compatible. Because we've yeah, got Rock Guitar Band Four, Hero. which are all over the place. Uh, but Rock Band Three in particular is the one I recommend going to go pick up because it's awesome. It's got a guitar in it, and it's got a great song package. And then you can have all the DLC songs too. It's it's much better than I think Rock Band Four is. Um, so there's that. Uh, Transformers. War nice. for Cybertron. Yes. Um, this is from Activision and High Moon Studios. Um, even though it's a Transformers game, you would think, man, tra- licensed games are never good. No, Transformers War for really Cybertron, good. though, really fun game. Mm-hmm. So I re- highly recommend that one. And the last one, of course, I would be not Ryan Turford if I didn't recommend an RPG. So Eternal Sonata is my oh, choice. Oh, that's a good so, one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Bandai Namco, uh, where you essentially uh, dra- travel to a fantasy kingdom that exists in a dying Chopin's like fever dream, essentially. Uh, but it's just a really fun turn-based RPG, and I highly recommend it. One of the best RPGs on 360, um, and it's not backwards compatible. So mm. there are the, those are the four that I came up with. Uh, Sean, four. I know you don't play too much 360, but do you have any picks for this? Well, you might be my live fact checker here, Ryan, because I don't know, I don't have the the list of backwards compatible games um, memorized. So I'm going a little safe on that front because like, I'm pretty sure these that's the case. Like sports games in general, um, Tiger Woods and NHL, those types of games were, were my yeah. jam back in the day. But the one that I will call out specifically is Fight Night Round 3 is yeah was excellent and i'm fairly certain that that one did not make it to you it did not yeah that one is so so good it still holds up like the look of it the the way that it feels the the dual stick kind of action on it i think is really really good um i'm kind of just like flipping through my list here of um like achievements from back in the day and man i was playing i was playing call of duty i was playing oh look at this sonic the hedgehog for 360 is that one backwards compatible ryan probably no sonic 06 oh wow really is it bad I don't it's even remember real, if that's good. The bad. original Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, that's the game's yeah, real for bad, 360. Sean. What about but Quantum you know of what? It's, it's one of those games where it's like, it's so bad that you'll get a laugh out of it if you play it. Okay, I might have to fire that up again. Uh, what about Quantum of Solace, the James Bond? Uh, that game? one's not backwards to battle. That's that game, my pick. I can test you. That game's yeah, really good, too. That was pretty good. As well as um, uh, the Born, whatever it was, Born yep, Identity? All Ultimatium. Uh, ultimatum oh yeah very very good yeah that game yeah. is great too yeah sure. that that one's also not backwards compatible so yeah check that out uh, in fact pretty much any of any licensed games that appeared on 360 that were gonna were really good like x-men origins wolverine for example oh is another that's one. a good one mm-hmm. um none of those games are backwards compatible because of the licenses so uh i highly recommend checking out a lot of licensed games especially if you're into licensed games on what about fear do you remember fear did that make it backwards compatible i think it, it is. did not and those oh, games what? are really good too oh that's my number one pick fear is excellent fear one and two very very good yeah. yeah, and the Fear Three also is a really good game too. Um, if you never played it, I well. never played Plus that they, one. I can't speak. They to also it. had expansion packs for Fear One as well that had their own disc on yeah. 360 as well, which all of those are good too. So mm, there, you, there go. you go. In nice. fact, I played it on stream last year. I think on the Xbox Drive stream. So uh, last but not least, last question comes to us from TPR, who wrote in multiple questions a week uh, a few weeks ago, and we've been He's slowly on going through them. <laughs> exactly, um, but we're getting close to the end. He's got one more question after this one, and he asks. You get one third. You get a third-party surprise to Game Pass this fall. What game is it, and why? Insert comment here about Dying Light Two to start Don, Donnie frothing at the mouth. Yeah, that's the one. It's Dying Light yeah. Two is is would be absolutely my pick. Uh, it just complicates things. That's a that's a tough week with um, Halo right around. Was it the next day? Is Halo? That would be yeah. that would be massive for me, dude. Um, I'm already getting a ton. You know, Back for Blood is a really good example. FIFA and, and NHL, we're going to get 10 hours with um, EA Play and all that kind of stuff. Those are the ones that definitely jump. Oh, Riders Republic will be my pick, actually, after your your glowing yeah. kind of preview. 
uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's the type of game that like I would love to see on a surface like Game Pass mm-hmm. because I think it would get so many more people to play it. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, whereas for me, honestly, the, uh, the, the I, I did not want to get hope this week, but for those who have been paying attention on, on Twitter, in the same way that Alan Wake Remastered got leaked via the Epic Game Store, oh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake got leaked for the Epic Game Store as well. What? Which probably points to it coming to Xbox this fall. Did it really? Yeah, so it, it, was all, it, it was the exact same way from the database. Like, it was literally the same morning. Um, oh, but they I just haven't that. announced it yet. Oh, so that's awesome. That's given me hope that Final Fantasy VII is coming to Xbox this year does it does it cam, does it count as answering the question if we just name like five games it could it could because <laughs> like lost judgment was one that you know we've come accustomed to on xbox that those yakuza games are game pass games and the fact that lost yeah. judgment is is not it might i don't know maybe i'm speaking on behalf of too many people here but i feel like it's a little jarring to many of us you know yeah well they didn't do um like a dragon day one either it was not really just the that's true yeah, it was really just the remakes that they did day one, like mm-hmm. it was a three, four, five, and six, um, and then as well. But yeah, Origins like a dragon did get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did get there eventually, mm-hmm. which is why I think Lost Judgment will get there eventually. Which is why, like, it, it'd be interesting to pick it up right away. But I'm like, it's gonna probably come It'll to Game come. Pass in four yeah. months at this point. So knowing the, knowing Sega and Yakuza, so I think I'll just you know wait on it. So yeah, there you go. Those are our picks. TPR. Uh, I, I'm interested to see what happens this fall with, with Game Pass, because I do think there will be something yeah. that, that gets announced for this. But enough about that, Sean. We got to get going before we go, Sean Plugs go. A uh, quick plug for the show itself on YouTube.com slash Yumi Capri. Um, I want to know what people are going to be picking up this fall, the, uh, or this September, at least, of the games that we talked about. I want to know what people uh, are, are picking up there. Uh, but you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. And uh, I stream at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Uh, Saturdays, it is Halo time. We're going to do Halo 4. So I'd love to have people stop on by and, and hang out. They'll be super fun. Very nice, my friend. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You also find us on Twitter at Yumi Capris, as well as on YouTube, youtube.com slash Yumi Capri, and on podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 206 of the Xbox Drive, and we're out. Bye. I thought there was going to be a lot more games coming out in September, to be honest with you. That was, I don't know if it was underwhelming or overwhelmed, but hopefully you guys had fun talking about all those games with us. We're going to talk about more games in the future and play lots of games. I just got an email from a PR front contact that will have more exciting things to talk about next week, too. Bye. The Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash Capri. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful to the nearly 70 patrons who support us each and every month. With special thanks to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. You can support Jonathan Brown at youtube.com slash gamingpurplemonkey. Our platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth, and all of our gold members, Argo, Benji Kong, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Heather Boney, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. If you'd like to support this show, go to patreon.com slash Capri and choose the Patreon tier that works for you.